welcome to Real Time Talk with your hosts, Kennedy, Grayson, and Gracelyn. In this segment, we'll be talking about Michael Orr and his road to success. Okay, so this week we're actually talking about movies, like impactful movies, things that are brought up in life and things that really happen in society. And actually, a true story um, about Michael Orr was uh, the movie called The Blind Side. And actually, he is a 34-year-old American offensive tackle from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, the movie is based around or leading up to when he went to the NFL. Um, his story was shown through the movie that he had lived a tough life um, and, like, what his childhood was like and, like, how far he had become and how this family had impacted him. And, you know, seeing, like, him grow into the person he was from the social class he was in um, to being judged, to being taken in, you know, and taken care of for once in his life. But it was a really good movie. Did you did you see it? Yeah, I did. It was very impactful. Oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen it. Like, what is the, some of the stuff that happens? So some of the stuff is basically like he, his bio mother was suffering from alcohol and drug problems, and was like living in poverty as long with her like twelve children, including Michael. And then like the father was in prison, and that was mostly true for like as well as in the movie, that he was in prison and then eventually he was murdered in prison as well. But then, okay, so, like, he grew up in a poor school as well, so he didn't have, like, the, like, best education that anyone could get. So, like, he had trouble with, like, math, reading, writing, stuff like that. And the, so... When they did decide to adopt Michael, you know, he ended up getting a better education. He got more opportunities just for, like, being with, you know, someone yeah. in that kind of... Um, better teachers. Better teachers. Mm-hmm. Better athletic programs. Better schools. But. Just in general, he ended up, you know, really succeeding, and he um, ended up going to University of Mississippi, so... Yeah. college. Oh. On a football scholarship. It's nice to hear about people who really, like, make it successful, you know? Yeah. People who don't have it big in the beginning. Um, so, like, one of his quotes were, like, um, Going for days having to drink water to get full, going to other people's houses and asking for something to eat, sleeping outside. I remember in the movie, there was a part, like, in the beginning where he was staying with a friend and um, it, like, got to the point you, like, see him, like, sleeping on the couch and his, um, the friend's dad was uh, arguing with a mom and about how the mom was like, oh, he can't stay here anymore. So basically throwing him out, you know. Um, and that's, like, when he met his family, you know, and they took him in. Yeah, and he was just, like, what, house jumping? Like, yeah. just jumping from mm-hmm. home? I mean, home. I think there was a point, he said yeah, he stayed, like, at the laundry, like, in the laundry. Yeah. Okay. There was a point Public in the movie. Areas. Yeah, there was a point in the movie where he was actually at the high school, and he was, like, picking up food off the bleacher, like, popcorn bags and stuff, because he was hungry. And, like, showering at school or something, yeah. you know? Just yeah. a lot of jumping. And it's a true story? Yeah. Uh-huh. Dang. So, it's... A really impactful thing that this story is about, you know, it teaches you kind of different things in, like, what's going on in society and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of about being impoverished, that sounds... Yeah. 
Yeah, because he, like, I mean, he's a good person, so he really, really deserved, you know, a home and a healthy lifestyle and someone to come home to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll have to look into it then. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. I liked it. Yep. Next, we are going to move on and talk about some issues presented in the movie, like race and social class. Hey, so like, in the movie, was he being like judged for being with this new family? Yeah, he was. He got a lot of like judgments and comments and yeah, there was just a lot of, uh, yeah, so, things. yeah, like, the two is they take, they take Michael off the streets, um, and he becomes part of their family, so there was, like, a part that was, you know, symbolized racism when they had taken him in for a few months, and it was around Christmas time, and the two is they were taking their Christmas picture oh, so for the Christmas card. Oh, so family? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. They were taking pictures, like, uh, for the Christmas card, and... The, uh, the mom, which was Sandra Bullock in the movie, mm-hmm. she asked Michael to come in the picture. And so he was in the picture for the family Christmas card. And um, later on, they really received a They like, received a call from a family member, like an outside family member. And he said, and I quote, did you know that there's a black man in the back of your photo? And the mom responds with it, he's our family, you know, and it was like, he was upset, he didn't understand, and it was um, kind of sad to see someone act like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's very impactful, like, a quote, and I quote this, and it's like, in the movie, it says, this is my, like, the coach defended him, because, like, in some part of the movie, the coach was like, defending him because like the coach the ref was playing fair and he just like ended up like there was unfriendly conduct against the other team but ended up being against him and his team ended up getting like a like what penalty for it yeah and so yeah because of his race and so the coach ended up was like saying this is my team my my team and i will defend him like he's my own son against you or any other like redneck and some colorful words after that but um yeah he just didn't really like it was just some it wasn't easy for him to have to like go into that you know obviously it was a loving family but it came with problems you know people outside of the family you know like judged them for what they did some people were happy but I mean even like the kids like they got things said to them at school because of their brother Mm -hmm. and it was, I mean, it was sad to see people, like, upset. Yeah, and I guess neither sides have experienced, you know, each other before. Yeah, they were all just so judgmental because of who he was, how he looked, and just was awful to that. Let's be real. Life often gets in the way of reading. That's where Audible comes in. Books that fit with real life. How are the screaming kids? Can't think of a better time for a book. The Chamber of Secrets has oh. been opened. Hey, do you... Oh, wow, they're not my kids. Audible is perfect for active lifestyles. Or semi-active ones. I might dip into an epic series. Don't be afraid. He whispered into my hair. There's the two of us now. Hi. Audible is excellent for unwinding in bed with a cuppa. 
Doesn't smell like a cup of tea. Well, it's not not tea. It's hard tea. What are you, the tea police? And that's why the average Audible listener enjoys 22 books a year. But don't just take my word for it. People were represented overly successful and black people are represented by being poor. So there's a big like social class represented like in the movie. Oh, so like the Tuis are financially successful. Yeah, they um, own like different restaurants and oh, they own multiple restaurants. Oh. So you said their children like, you know, some of the, a lot of the white students attend no. private school. Yeah, their their two daughters, or the, sorry, not their two daughters, their son and their daughter go to private school. But the daughter faced challenges because um, at one point he was like eating lunch by himself, or no, he was at the library by himself, and she left her library table to go sit with him. And her friends were like confused, and they were judging her for it. Yeah, and so the you know, um, Michael comes from comes from a poor neighborhood. Um, so you're saying like they were all black there and there so like it, there's contrast between you know the white people who live in the suburbs and you know the black people that come from poor neighborhoods mm, and they yeah. just were like represented as like violent like thugs in the movie and yeah. not as like anybody so I'm assuming that's where a lot of the judgment came in right? yeah, yeah. and so yeah, there's like this quote based like from the Tuvies and it like and the Tuvies like made donations to like um, University of Mississippi. So in one of the scenes, it said that there was like they said uh, the NCAA fears that your recruitment door your recruitment door might be open that boosters from lots of schools in the South will become legal guardians of young athletes without means and funnel them to their. Al- alma maters. Yeah. And to funnel them to their alma maters. So it's like they just fund them and like with means and they didn't want other people to have other like to fund them like I don't know. It's Give them yeah, financial. Yeah, like financial aid, like help and yeah. yeah. So, well, so people like people in like high school they'll like move to go to a school that has a good program for football yeah. and stuff and so people pay their way to go and have their kids yeah. be successful. So it's like paying someone like buying your way into college. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like kinda I guess kinda like the opposite, like buying them so they'll pay their school yeah. so they'll look good. Yep. Yeah, cheating your way into a better school. I see. Yep. Thanks for listening. This was Real Time Talk with your host, Grayson, Gracelyn, and Kennedy. Next week, we will be talking about how a kid fell into the zoo pen. Bye. Come